Mr. Chair, we are now ready. Thank you for your patience. You bet. Thank you, Porter. Uh, welcome, everyone, to the August uh, meeting of the Lawrence Cultural Arts Commission. Appreciate you all participating tonight. Um, I, I should say, uh, maybe AKA Lawrence Cultural Arts Commission, AKA the Mural Review Commission, because I think we're at, are we at four months in a row? I think yeah. Fantastic, how exciting. Um, so anyway, uh, I, I digress there, but it's, uh, it's exciting that we have so much energy in, in this area and uh, uh, I'm excited to, to get to look at, at another uh, application as we have the last few months, so that's, that's, uh, that's great. Uh, we'll turn it back to Porter for the housekeeping details uh, with respect to our uh, you know, Zoom versions of, of, uh, of our meeting. So I'll, I'll let him uh, uh, fill us in on, on those details. Thank you. Uh, this is Porter Arneal. And um, just want to remind everybody to mute yourself when you're not speaking, please, to avoid distractions and barking dogs and all that good stuff. And to remind everybody that we are recording this meeting and broadcasting on YouTube and channel 25. Um, I think that's all I need to tell you. Back to you, Jerry. Okay, great. So I've got 735. We'll call the meeting to order uh, officially. And we'll do a roll call of uh, the commissioners and I will, uh, let's see, I, I actually have an agenda, so, so I'll do it in the order that they are on the agenda rather than how you all are on, on my screen. So, um, Christina Walker. Here. Joshua Fawley. Here. Marlo Angel. Marlo won't be able to attend tonight. Okay. Denise Stone. Here. Denise. Mary Dubton. Mary is also um, not going to attend tonight. All right. And James Alexander. Don't see James tonight. Uh, Sarah Curry. Here. Hello, Sarah. Jordan Martinez. Here. Note taker extraordinaire, Dina Amont. Here. Thank you, Dina. Daniel Smith. Here. Great. And I am Jerry Johnson, the chair, and I'm here. Uh, so welcome you all uh, again to the August uh, LCAC meeting. Thank you for being here. Um, we uh we are gathered here again to uh to review another uh, mural um proposal uh, i'm uh again excited about that uh, this one uh, our first order of new business is to review the uh mural proposal for cotton's hardware uh for the back wall there uh and we have I think I saw we had David Lowenstein. Porter, is that okay if we jump right into that and have uh, Dave talk a little bit about uh, about that project? Absolutely, it's the uh, the showcase item for the evening. Yeah, it's great. So I welcome uh, Dave to the group. I, I uh, 
uh, am excited to see this proposal. I, uh, I got to work with Dave on, on uh, an ad hoc committee where we did, where we reviewed how the city handles murals and so forth. And Dave was instrumental in, in giving that artist perspective and his uh, vast experience in, in doing murals uh, and public uh, public art, and and it was uh, it was great to have him on that team. So it's nice to see him proposing, uh, being part of this proposal. And uh, welcome your your comments, Dave. Thanks for showing up tonight. Thanks, thanks everybody. Uh, it is a thrill to be back with you all. I mean, some new faces, but the same group. And you know, back when we put the new mural review criteria together. Um, that was really important because I, I think, I hope that has had some influence on what we're seeing in town. You know, we're seeing a little bit of a blossoming of murals and, and really all sorts of different kinds. So I'm very excited about that. Um, tonight I'm here with Linda Cotton and Artis Ramberg. I don't think Missy McCoy could join us or I don't see her yet, uh, but that's our team for this project. I'm the lead artist. It's a project that's been in the works for a number of years. And thanks to Linda and Tom, we're finally moving forward on it. Um, I hope that folks have had a chance to look over our proposal because I really can't say a lot more than what's in that. It's for the, the back east facing wall and then an adjoining wall that faces south. So it's about total about 70 feet by about 16 or 17 feet. Um, it's a cinder block wall. It's in great condition. There you go. Um, there's there's an image of actually the design. Um, yeah, so this is a project, as I mentioned in the proposal, um, that has to do uh, with our environment. I think broadly, um, folks can interpret this mural as they wish to. Um, I don't want to you know, go too far and try to explain it all. But what we're seeing is a section of the earth coming down from the top of the wall, North America's in the middle, which you'll be able to make out quite well when we have it painted up there. It's, you know, there's some clouds and other things going on. And then it's set into a, a night sky and sort of perilously balanced upon the outlines of some some native plants, you know, plants that we're familiar with, there'll be echinacea and milkweed, and then some others that just have significance because of their fragility and longevity. And this is Andreas, he's one of the muralists too, and he wanted to come in and talk with you all. You have Cookie Monster with you? And, and Elmo too? Okay, that's good, that's good. So Andreas is one of our muralists, so those, um, those drawings or paintings at the bottom that the earth sits on transform into constellations as they move out to the left and right. And some of those constellations will be ref referring to ones we know. A few of them are just stand-ins at the moment, but others will be uh, based on images that relate to the theme of the mural. So that's the big image you're looking at. And, uh, you know, talking with Linda and Artis and Missy, we're well aware that a portion of the mural at the bottom uh, will be covered over. It's really a sort of a seasonal issue with the uh, materials that Cottons has uh, 
in back. And I took a photo of that. There you go. There's a good photo of that. So you can see, although Linda and I have talked about um, opening that space up at special times, especially during the dedication, so folks can get a good look at it. And then uh, also giving folks an opportunity, and this is not really the intent of the mural, but giving folks an, an opportunity to take pictures of themselves with the earth. One of our reference points for this mural is the myth of Atlas. And we're sort of turning that on its, there you go, Jerry. We're sort of turning that on its head because clearly there isn't one individual who could hold up the planet. Um, at the adjoining wall that faces south uh, is going to be a giant hourglass. Um, you know what an hourglass is, it counts down time. And that really is there to uh, to help uh, articulate our message, which is that time time is running out to a certain extent on many species that are here on the planet, ecosystems, and so on. And those will be represented within that hourglass. We have a few things sketched in, but it'll be fully rendered out when it gets painted so that uh, species that are extinct will be at the bottom. And some of those will be ones that humans had a, had a role in, uh, in extinguishing. And then as you move up to the top of the hourglass, there'll be ones that are threatened and endangered, uh, including us, including the humans, the homo sapiens. So we hope that folks will be able to contemplate the hourglass as they think about, you know, the earth in balance uh, in the larger image. And the two are sort of, uh, you know, they're sort of uh, communicating with each other. They're not part of the same image, but they are part of the same idea. And we set that hourglass back and it'll be a sort of trompe l'oeil uh, 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 architectural piece. So it feels like it's actually part of that architecture back there. It's gonna be a heck of a lot of fun to paint. Uh, the only other thing that I wanna really add right now is that I'm thrilled to be able to be working with artists Ramberg and Missy McCoy. I'm sure you know their fabulous mural that's on the south facing wall closer to Massachusetts Street. And it was our, our idea all along and they were really gracious to agree uh, to participate. We've had a bunch of discussions about the design, feel really good about it. And uh, they're gonna be assistants on the project. We'll also invite passersby to come and paint as I do with all my murals at the lower levels. So we're not gonna put people way up on scaffolding. And uh, as I said in the proposal, we wanna get up there around September 1st and be done by the end of October, which is more than enough time, but we're just accounting for weather and all of that. Um, we, we reached out to Barker neighborhood. They're inactive at the moment, but we did get uh, a couple letters from neighbors and then we've got the the current acting president of Barker to, to submit a letter this week uh, um, supporting the project. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think that's all I have to say and be happy to answer any, any questions. That's great, thanks Dave. Uh, anybody have any questions for Dave? I was, I was after this, I was gonna give a, a moment for Linda to, to also comment, but, but you can pause for a second if anybody has any questions directly for Dave. 
I do have one question for Dave. Uh, I just want to say that this looks like a beautiful project and a beautiful mural. Uh, I did notice that there is a disabled sign uh, for a disabled parking spot. And I was wondering, because your mural paints over it, what, where is it going to be? Where is that disabled? Great question. Spot? You know, it'll go right back where it is in the original photo. So it'll be on top of the mural. You know, we have to work around it. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thanks. Any other questions for Dave before we let Linda say a few words? All right, Linda. There we go. Hey, I'm getting the hang of this stuff. <laughs> um, hi, thank you guys all for giving us time to present this project. Um, when Tom and I bought the store back in 92, we saw these two walls that were obviously meant for a mural. We were lucky enough to stumble across the first mural um, that uh, Missy, or artist, had drawn. And, um, and we have ever since then, the last 20 years, been searching for the right thing for the back wall. Um, we're aware that that back wall gets looked at by uh, four houses directly all day long. So um, we were very, very concerned with making sure it was something that our neighbors behind us would appreciate and enjoy. Um, so we have uh, talked to um, actually three out of four of the neighbors over there, the three that directly look at the mural out of their front window. And they are all very much in agreement with the design and, and excited to have something besides a blank wall to look out their window at. Um, and uh, we hope that this mural will be an addition to Lawrence um, and make people think and uh, feel about things that are going on with the climate um, without being too overt and pushy about it. So um, I welcome any questions or comments and I, I hope that you guys are all in agreement that Dave and Dave has put together an amazing mural and with the input of Missy and Artisan a few other uh, key people. Um, I think the design is really going to speak a lot, not only of of the image itself, but also of our our Kansas area um, with some of the plants and the constellations. And um, I think it will be something we can all be really proud of. Great, thanks, thanks, Linda. I really appreciate that. Uh, anybody have any questions uh, for for Linda? Appreciate you all uh, engaging with your neighbors and and so forth. That's a big uh, it's a big thing for us, you know, is support for uh, uh, for this type of thing from from the folks that uh, you know that are directly confronted uh, with uh, with those those faces, uh, uh, walls, and so forth. So appreciate you guys reaching out to to your neighbors and so forth. Denise, I see your hand. Yes, I live in a neighborhood and I had no idea that this mural was coming down. I mean, that would be uh, put on the wall. And I love the mural that's on the south side. I love it a lot. I don't see the connection between what's proposed for the east wall. You know, quite frankly, I wish I had known because I would have articulated my perspective on this perspective mural. And I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't know about it. I'm not on the platform for the neighborhood, although I am at Cotton's very, very often. I didn't see any information 
in the cottons, like near the cash registers about this. So those are my comments. Um, yeah, I can address that because um, we've done this before with other mural. Um, like I said, we've been working on this and we just kind of ran into it. Um, we came up with the idea maybe less than two months ago and we've been working on it. And then we really wanted to, decided that we wanted to push this forward fast um, only because uh, the time would, you know, September painting and October painting. We realized if we needed to do this, we'd have to get it before you guys today. Um, and so because of that, um, the only outreach I did immediately, we did immediately to the neighborhood was once we got an image that was close to what we wanted, which just happened within the last few weeks, um, we did do a next door neighborhood post um, to the Barker neighborhood online, which I know had a limited outreach. Um, and then, uh, like I said, I directly went and talked to the neighbors directly behind us. Um, we didn't want to put anything up in the store yet because we wanted to get um, the commission's approval before we went through the effort of showing it to um, the neighborhood and letting them put input in on it. It's the, the design is not um, concrete. It is, it is flexible. And so we can accept input um, from the neighbors and, and uh, respectfully consider their, their concerns and desires with it. Um, but that's why you haven't seen anything because we didn't feel like it was in the position at this point um, to put it out there and say, this is what we're doing. Unlike when we did artists, it was, that was what we were doing. This one still has a little flexibility. Like they've said, the plants and the, the um, colors and the, um, the constellations are all, all somewhat flexible at this point. Okay. Maybe, uh, I, I, Denise, I like your, your inquiry into the, uh, the, um, uh, how it corresponds to the east, or sorry, to the south side. And, and I think Dave had indicated that, that some of those folks were involved. So maybe we could get Dave to, to, to uh, elaborate a little bit on, on that cooperation and, and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, maybe I'm not the best person. You know, Artist Ramberg is here, who was one of the artists from the, a mural on the south side of the building. Um, I think they're great compliments to each other. Uh, they both have to do with the environment you know, uh, in a very specific way. Obviously, there are different lead artists behind the two murals. The intention was not to continue Artists and Missy's mural. It was to create a complement on the theme of the environment that spoke to this moment. You know, this is a moment that's now 20 years or so later. And so that's what we crafted and, you know, to Denise's point, one of the really important things for me, and I know for Linda too, was to make sure that artists and Missy were involved. And, you know, we've been working together now, I guess a month or so, and had some really great conversations and uh, developed uh, aspects of the design together and feel great about it. So that's what I could say. Great. Thank you, thank you, Dave. Uh, artists, maybe maybe you have a few words to share with us about that. Uh, 
I'm not great at this, obviously. I uh, I was delighted to be invited to share in this project. Uh, I. I was surprised when the first one happened and I was thrilled and working with Cotton's Hardware and the people there was such such a pleasure, not to mention that Missy McCoy is so fun and lively and so talented. So uh, the first thing I saw that David did was a mural at Quentin's uh, eons ago and they have built over it. It's no longer there, but my respect for who he is in this community, what he has done to uh, bring awareness to many issues, uh, art artistic collaboration, um, inclusiveness with uh, young people often. Um, He's responsible, I feel, for the large red stone going home, so to speak. And uh, Tom talked to Missy and I about this project and got us very excited about the possibility of painting on that east wall. And he's very concerned that people think about what's going on with our world at this time. And so when Dave, when Linda told me that Dave was going to welcome our help or invited us to join with him, it just seemed like a, a beautiful opportunity for continued community uh, engagement and uh, cooperation and uh, sharing of um, beautiful ideas and uh, I'm very proud of Tom and Linda for the kind of hardware store that they've given our community. When I go there, I see so many people I know who know that when they go in there, uh, someone is going to say, can I help you? instead of having you flail around and and wonder where in the world is what I want. And so, um, to me, this is just um, a beautiful, a beautiful experience. And uh, things I said to Dave about what about this or what about that and the design, he was uh, very open to listening and and um, hearing what I had to say and I appreciate it and I am really proud to be part of this berg <laughs> and that's about it thank you I really appreciate your comments and your perspective uh, other commissioners have any questions I I looked through the package and you know, I uh, knowing that Dave was part of the of our checklist and so on and so forth. Uh, I sort of went through and and in my mind, the the boxes had been checked and everything. But I I would like to hear from uh, any of the other commissioners if there's we have in the past, particularly in the past four months, we have asked uh, groups who have presented their mural packages to get. Uh, additional community support evidence for us or, you know, check 
check uh, some of those boxes. Um, and so I wanted to give each of the commissioners a chance to, to comment uh, on, on uh, how they felt um, that the, that this proposal uh, meets with respect to our, to our checklist and so forth. So any, any questions or comments from anyone? Go ahead, Denise. Yeah, I was, I looked at it pretty carefully and compared it to the application that the Lawrence Arts Commission has. And there were a number of items that I think needed amplification, such as a detailed description, the technical feasibility, um, the inclusion of engagement, neighborhood engagement. I'd like to see it documented what has been done simply for the sake of the application and the relationship of the art to the site. And I, that when you look at the LCAC checklist, you'll notice that you need that what is required is a statement that looks at the history and cultural and social dynamics of the neighborhood. I think that's really, really important. Um, what is stated is very minimal and skeletal. I'd like to see that explained. Um, I think those are my comments. Thanks, Denise. Any, anyone else? Uh, this is Joshua, uh, yeah. and, and I need minimal, you know, support. I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not concerned with, a, you know, a, a thorough understanding of the neighborhood of what it's all about and what's going on and an integral understanding. I'm, I'm supportive of putting murals on blank walls everywhere. And if Cottons is good with it, the Neighborhood Association is good with it, and the artists have a great idea like this, or even a bad idea, I think paint on blank walls is terrific. And this is well-conceived, uh, well thought out, and I'm positive will be well executed. So I'm, I'm, I'm supportive, I love it. Thank you, Joshua. Uh, anyone else, Sarah? Uh, I just want to say that I agree with uh, with Joshua uh, for our one of our other murals that we did go, go and send back to uh, get more information from the community. You guys have already done that. Uh, you have provided us a letter of endorsement from the Neighborhood Association. We have the owners here with us uh, endorsing the use of the building. We have the artists and we have, you know, more than more than proof that uh, that this can be properly executed uh, within the time frame, And I have to say that I'm in full support and it looks like it will be a beautiful addition. Thank you, Sarah. Anyone else like to comment? I'd just like to say that, um, uh, Dave, I love the, uh, the uh, design and the idea and sentiment behind it. And I like that the, um, uh, I think, Linda, I don't think I can remember your exact words, but um, I like what you said, Linda, about wanting to um, 
uh, allow the art to make people think and feel. Um, and I feel that it um, it's going to uh, it's going to uh, elicit that in people. And I feel like the idea behind it goes really nicely with the um, uh, artist, your your mural, the the original, I guess I'll call it mural. So I think the idea behind it goes they go well together um, from a conceptual standpoint. So I and I do support it. Thank you. And anyone else? Uh, okay, well, I'll go. I, uh, I love the idea. I think you all have done your uh, due diligence on this. I, I, uh, the, you know, the, the business owners are here. The artist is here. The artist has uh, uh, clearly uh, the, the uh, a significant resume in this area. The contract between the artist and, and uh, the business is complete. The copyright issues are uh, dealt with. The longevity, uh, you know, what happens to the mural uh, over time is covered in that agreement. There seems, in my mind, to be neighborhood support. Um, and you all have done, done outreach, not only to the neighborhood, but also to uh, the muralists from, uh, you know, from the uh, adjoining, if you will, if <laughs> maybe that's not the right word, but uh, uh, mural. And so I, uh, I'm a hundred percent in favor of the project. And I think you guys have, have done the necessary work for, for this commission to recommend uh, approval. So um, I, I thank you. Thank you for coming prepared. Jerry. Go ahead, Josh. Joshua. I, ju I just want to say that like, uh, the way I, I was unfamiliar with the uh, East Side mural um, that uh, on cottons, I mean, uh, of the process and how it uh, came about. But I think um, when Linda described that and being very conscientious of the neighbors right behind and talking to them and consulting with them, you're going to have to look at this every day. You, if you look out of your house to the West, I mean, if if. If businesses and artists and all of those things uh, went in the way that this project has, um, then we wouldn't need the pro forma checklist uh, that ought to be the easiest bar to clear ever to put art on a wall in, in coordination with the neighborhood and a, uh, an artist or community of artists as well as a business. It, that's why this is in places because not everybody does it this well. And so for that reason, I think, um, you know, it's, everyone should be able to follow this model so that maybe one of these days we won't have to have this pro forma process of approving something that everybody's already in tune with and important. So I, I just say good job and, Great. Thank, thank you, Joshua. Um, I'll give a, before we call for a motion, uh, give anybody else an opportunity to speak who would like to. Um, 
can I say one more thing? Please, please, Linda. Um, I just to to um, just to clarify, if if we do get the approval tonight, um, we will uh, create an enlarged rendering and put it on a um, tripod in the hardware store and invite any customers in the store to give us input. And if there's any concerns um, or ideas that are, you know, that we should share with Dave, we will, and Missy and artists, we will do that um, so that we do get community input even more. You know, we like we said, we haven't really gotten a lot at this point, but we do intend to get that before we start painting and to really listen to what the neighborhood has to say about it. Appreciate that, thank you. Go ahead, Jordan. Hi, Jordan Martinez speaking. Um, I had a quick question for Porter. Um, so I actually have, uh, have a potential conflict of interest with uh, Dave. Uh, I work at his son's daycare. I sent you an email about this, but I never received an answer. Um, should I abstain from voting here? Oh, I, I apologize. I thought I responded to you. Um, I don't think that's a conflict. Um, you're not working with Dave as an artist. <laughs> I don't believe Dave's paying you as an artist. So, right. you know, we, we have a relatively small town. I appreciate your conscientiousness, but I, unless other commissioners have a concern, I do not see that as a, a direct conflict. Okay. Just wanted to be completely above board there. Thank yeah. you. Good. I mean, I'm concerned because, frankly, Linda's been bribing my dog with dog treats for years, but I don't have a vote, so it won't matter. Uh, that's great. All right. Uh, yes, Denise. Yeah, I have a final call. I'm in support of a mural, and I'd like to make see some changes. So, of course, I will articulate my opinions. The only thing about the issue that I have with going forward is that from this perspective in previous application um, reviews, we've asked applicants to go back and flesh out some of these checklist items and we're not in this case. And I don't see that as a fair way to treat an application. So that said, I'm in support of the mural, but I'd like to see that amended in some way. That's how I would vote this evening. Denise, I, I, I appreciate that. And so Porter, can we put the checklist up on the screen? Let's go through it. Let's spend the time. Let's, let's, uh, let's make sure that we're checking the boxes. Um, While he finds that, I'll just say I, I agree with Denise. If, if something's not checked, it needs to be checked. You know, some box is, is not checked. And, you know, it has to be fair and equitable. And I, I, I certainly support that. I was under the impression uh, from my cursory readings of those emails that, uh, that and, and minimal knowledge of that checklist, that uh, they had fulfilled those things. But we should double check for sure. 
this this checklist has uh, <laughs> it's uh, it is an embattled checklist, and and I'm happy to uh, to go through it to make sure that we're uh, that we're meeting our standards that we that we put together. Um, so, box number one: detailed description of the location, proposed work, sufficient to show visibility of the site, uh, physical dimensions, property boundaries. I feel like we have that box checked. Anybody feel to the contrary? All right, none heard. Technical feasibility of the project, degree of permanence of the structure, surface components, wall materials, finishes, uh, grading, drainage, landscaping, lighting, all of that sort of thing. Anybody have any concerns about that box? All right, none heard. Third box, concepts and realization of the work of art shown by representational sketches and or renderings of the proposed mural or description of design methods to be employed, as in the case collaboratively developed community mural projects. Any discussion on that point? All right, none heard. Artists or artists, resume, bio, CV, images, previous work showing evidence of ability to complete the work as proposed. Any issues with that one? All right, hearing none. Neighborhood engagement as evidenced by documentation that the artist has presented the project to the neighborhood association or like body and gained approval for the project. Okay. Relationship of the proposed work of art to the site in terms of historical and cultural and social dynamics of the neighborhood and local architectural character and surrounding context of the site existing or planned. Denise? Yes, I think that needs to be fleshed out. I haven't heard any comments that state how this is going to relate to the neighborhood, the history, the neighborhood as a whole. And we have asked previous applicants to address this specifically. I actually second that point, um, especially since I'm noticing uh, a bit of a trend in previous um, mural applications and um, projects that we've been you know, debriefing in these meetings that cultural and historical context um, for me in the broader scope of Lawrence, um, rather than neighborhood to neighborhood, but, um, I think we are seeing a little bit of, um, lack standards in that particular area. Um, and especially since in the presentation, uh, that seemed to be at least partially covered, you know, talking about how you want this mural to evoke, um, thought about what, what our place is in, in the world and the environment and, you know, to really think about that, I would like to see some of that in 
that area of the um, of the application because I'm looking at it right now, and all that's written so far is the new mural will fit in well with uh, the immediate area's historical and cultural context, but you don't actually explain what that context is. And in previous applications, we've asked applicants to do that. So I, I second Denise's point on that. I, I want to say that fleshed out more. Uh, okay, thank you, Jordan. I appreciate that. So what that looks like to you all is a, is a written description. That would work for Jordan. Denise, that works for you as well. So written description of the relationship of the proposed work of art to the site in terms of history and culture and social dynamics to the neighborhood. And I would, I would just like to um, clarify, I'd be fine um, with the application taking the broader scope of in context of Lawrence, historical and cultural context. Um, I don't think it necessarily needs to be as um, zoomed in as neighborhood to neighborhood. Denise, how do you feel about that? Do you think it should be more neighborhood centric or, or community wide? Actually, both would be great because I think it does relate to the community as a whole and the neighborhood. Okay. I, I have to say, I'm just going to give my, my opinion on this is that I think we're nitpicking a little bit here. I think that the topic of this mural fits with um, a lot of the, the uh, um, historical and cultural uh, bases of, uh, of our city and so forth. But um, I think that this is not a big ask on the part of uh, the muralist and uh, the uh, and the sponsor. And so I, I, I think we could we could uh, ask them to provide some uh, some text and context around that for us. Any other comments before Joshua, go ahead. Yeah, my only comment is is if if this is not addressed, um, then a paragraph or two would suffice for me, not for evaluations, but to check the box. If it has no relationship or correlation, that's fine. I don't, I, it's not not of concern to me. But how it impacts that relationship, a description of that, is fine by me. Uh, if we ask that of others, we should ask that of this application as well. And then uh, check that box and move forward to approve. Fair enough. Well, and I'd, I'd just like to piggyback off of that real quick. Um, I can't remember who said it earlier, but this is an excellent application. The, the application materials are have been done to a really high standard of excellence. I think that... Um, when this particular box gets checked, I'm excited to see them set a new standard. Um, I don't think it. I, I don't think it should be just checking a box. I think you should give it the thought and and consideration it that you've already given it, just in writing. Um, thank you. Can I also add something? This is Dina Amat. Um, I feel like that historical, architectural, and cultural connection is there. And I guess I, I think it just needs to be documented and articulated. And I noticed myself maybe kind of filling in some of the blanks myself in looking over 
um, and going on the credibility and experience of uh, the people involved here. Um, um, so I was kind of maybe filling in the blanks a little bit myself, but I do think in fairness, um, just articulating and articulating and getting that down in writing is, um, is, is, is important. And someone like someone else that said, I agree, a paragraph is, it would be sufficient. Fair enough. Thank you, Dina. I, I agree. Anyone else? All right. Uh, detailed installation plan with timeline. Uh, I think, <laughs> in fairness, I, I think I uh, probably have extended grace uh, on this one to, uh, to the uh, impeccable um, uh, experience of our of the artist. Uh, I have no concern with this whatsoever, but maybe if uh, a younger, not younger, a less experienced uh, muralist were presenting this, uh, we might ask for uh, a more specific timeline and uh, and so forth. So I think it would be fair possibly for us to say, hey, could we, um, could we get a little bit more detail uh, on the on the timeline? Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, that's you're going to have to be more specific because we have a design. We're going to get a little more input on it. Our plan is to start painting September first and be done by October thirty first. If there's more installation information you need, you'd have to tell me what that would be. Yeah. We talked about the preparation of the wall. I'm not sure what else you want. All right. Anyone else have thoughts on that box? I feel like that was covered pretty well in the presentation. I would just like to see it in writing. Um, a lot of your presentation covered our checklist. I just want those items in writing. Well, that's I, I guess that's what I'm mentioning is the things that I just said are in the proposal. So if there are additional items on the installation plan, um, please let me know, because I'm not sure, I'm not sure exactly what you're asking for. We talked about preparation of the wall, the timeline, the materials, the condition of the wall, um, our finish date. Is there something else that you're thinking of? Dave, I think what Dina just said is really important because your words during the presentation fleshed out some of these items. So I think if you just go back and reflect on what you just presented would be really, really helpful. If for another, no other reasons, we have an application on file that will help in providing the history. And I think historical you know, perspective is always important when you submit things to the Cultural Arts Commission. But I, I, think, I think what Dave's asking, and I'm kind of asking too, is what more than we're going to apply paint on the wall during this time period. Does that item in the checklist 
need. You know, we've moved past the historical and cultural and community thing. Now we're just talking about how will it be installed and during what time period is, is how I read that item on the checklist. And he has that as we see in the shared screen now. That's in there. Right? Yeah, so let's look, let's look at it. Where, where's the, uh, the, where it says start September 1st, finish October? I think it just says the completion date, which is, that's sufficient for me. Especially because he's going to, they're going to continue to gain. Um, I mean, I, if we want to itemize that out, you know, public input during this time period, paint applied to wall during this time period, whatever it is. I mean, if we need to detail that out, but I honestly, whatever process that is, the completion date's nice to know. And I'm, I'm cool with that. I would like it. So, uh, so Dave, maybe just a more detailed out. Yeah, sort of. you know, hey folks, I appreciate the comments. If you want a more detailed installation plan, I would hope, I would ask that you would write in an email to our team what you're looking for, um, because I am a little bit confused. Um, I mean, we can't, I, I'm, I, I guess I'm still asking, <laughs> What are you looking for? Um, we know our start date. We know our end date. We know who we're working with. We know how we're preparing the wall. We know the condition of the wall. Um, we can't determine the night that will project the image on the wall because of weather. So that's not something we could include in an installation timeline and and it's also impossible to talk about the number of days it'll take to do each portion of this project because that also is dependent on many factors um well, but if there, is, if there is something you need i'm happy to i'm happy to work with linda and artist and missy to provide it we'll just have to know exactly what it is i i I personally am okay with a start and an end date. Um, you know, tr trusting that um, you know that you're leaving uh, weather. You know, there's weather buffers and and all that kind of stuff in there. I, I'm 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 confident with that. I do. Uh, I I do think that. Um, Yeah, hi. I'm 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 going to support you, Jerry, in uh, uh, the term used as nitpicking, um, because these are fluid things. These are fluid situations that you know an artist, uh, an installation of this nature, cannot necessarily fulfill in detail because of all the all the influences that are that are. Uh, are present. Um, and, and again, I, I don't think what we want to do is to create hurdles for murals. We, if, if we needed a, a box check, then that's cool. That's fine. It shouldn't be 
it shouldn't be uh, some sort of demanding sort of issue. Um, a completion date's fine. Uh, materials used, it's fine. Uh, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time getting into the, the nature of, of the work and the detail we're requesting um, when it's paint on a wall. Yeah. And, you know, and we've got community input. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure that I need necessarily some sort of detailed timeline on, on how it's going to be executed because I, I, I don't think it ought to be an impediment to art going on blank walls when an artist and an owner is willing to do so. I agree. Can we, sorry, Porter, I, I don't see the checklist. I think we have a couple more things to work through if you wouldn't mind putting them, putting them up. I, I mean, just in my mind, I, we have, uh, we have approved these in, in, in our last few meetings, uh, conditionally approved these on, uh, on with a few uh, follow-on actions, and, and I think that's what we're heading for for this one, particularly with respect to the neighborhood one that we uh, that we talked about. Um, so the, the the next one is budget plan. I I think the amount is agreed upon between the artist and and uh, the uh, the business owner. Um, I don't know if anyone has any. Uh, problems with that. It seems that they have a contract, a notarized contract and understanding of how all that's going to be executed. So I wouldn't want to get in the middle of, of that. Um, that seems like those parties have, uh, have that matter uh, tied up in a bow, but any comments on that one? I saw, did I see a hand, Christina? Yeah, yeah. sorry, I, I just had a quick question and this may have been addressed and I just missed it, but I just wanna be clear, are the, the building owner and the business owners the same? Well, that's a great question. Sorry, can't find that mute button. Um, yes, uh, Tom and I um, own the building and we will continue to own the building for the foreseeable future and we own the business. Um, we will be here in Lawrence as long as we live and we will make sure that the mural is maintained as we have with other mural on the other side of the wall. Great, thank you. Cause I know in some murals that's that's been an issue. Yeah, yeah, I can years see ago. that. So, and maybe that's something that we as the um, commissioners should perhaps consider clarifying on the document. Um, you know, is that when we say signed by both artists and owners, are we talking about the business owner and the building owner, or we might want to just consider clarifying that? It's a, Christina, I, I really appreciate the question. And it was definitely, Dave will remember, it was definitely part of the, 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 the point in time in history when we were going through that. Uh, thing there was a particular uh, mural situation where we had that very thing uh, owner and uh, the building owner of the business and uh, there was actually a completely separate sponsor of the, the mural that didn't have anything to do with the business or the building and so we really tried to get that stuff fleshed out and I I'm, I'm not sure that in this checklist part 
that comes out as uh, as obvious as it does in some of the other documentation. But I appreciate you bringing up that point. And Linda, thank you for for sharing with us that that the business and the, the building owner are the same, and that agreement is between you all and the artist. I think that checks that box for us. Um, uh, because it, it, you are correct, Christina, it was a big deal in, in some of our previous things. Um, and the final box that I see is that a notarized agreement, and I think we have that. I think we saw that attached to the documentation. So does anybody have any questions about that? Okay. So what I have heard from this conversation and you know, I really appreciate this group for their diligence in, in thinking through all of this stuff. Um, I think it, it, the result is, a, is, is a better outcome for, for these works and, and everything. Um, and, and that's our job, right. Is to, is to try to make the best outcome we can for these things. So what I heard is we would like a description, a paragraph on the, um, relationship of the proposed work of art, to the site in terms of history and cultural and social dynamics to the neighborhood and local architecture, architectural character surrounding context of the site. Um, and then the other thing that I heard was that any further details we could get on the uh, schedule, the timeline would be helpful. Um, Dave did ask, you know, specifically what, what we might be looking for there, understanding that we have a start date and a, and a completion date. Um, does anyone have any suggestions on what sort of what detail they could provide beyond that? Understanding that that we're talking about weather, we're talking, you know. Uh, so Sarah, I see your hand raised. Uh, Jerry, I actually I have some questions for the board. Um, uh, so, as we have also sort of discussed the word nitpicking. Um, I, I guess we have spent a lot of time on the detailed description of how it will, will be, and it has only led to confusion for the artist as well as to some of the board members, which is, I guess, the real question for us is what more do we want from a mural proposal? We've already said that this mural proposal is leagues above the majority that we have received. This one has excelled in its community engagements and providing proof of enga community engagement to us, which we have repeatedly said in nearly all of our commission meetings is one of the most important parts of uh, this board is making sure that we have that community engagement. And we've also spent a lot of time discussing uh, their, uh, the cultural context. So I guess the question I have for the board is that when we have a proposal that is so incredibly solid, uh, and is, if anything, simply just succinct in its solidness. It is not, it does not floofy. It does not have multiple paragraphs. Uh, it uses about a sentence, it is clear and precise. Uh, but when we have, a, we have a presentation that then elaborates on those points. Uh, so in Dave's presentation, he discussed exactly how this mural fit into the cultural relevance. Of, uh, of the neighborhood and its cultural and historical importance and its consideration of the architecture through its literal design. 
so I guess the question I have for the board is that are we preferencing these things to be in writing um, uh, with less preference for the presentation itself? Uh, what more do we need, I guess? Um, because we as a board, we have already heard the cultural context. It's just not there in physical writing, um, but this is also a meeting that's available to the public and is being recorded for the public. So uh, that is my question, is that do we, do we still truly need this, the extra paragraphs? <clears throat> I, I think it's a great question. So, uh, you know, we can, we can entertain any motions that, that we want. Um, we can entertain a motion to pass it as presented here this evening. And we can see how that, uh, that fares. And we can also, um, you know, entertain a motion that says <clears throat> that we conditionally pass it um, based on, or, you know, conditionally um, recommend it to, to the city commission uh, based on further inputs on the, the two boxes that we have discussed in detail tonight. Um, <clears throat> it's, Jerry, it's, a, Jerry, it's up to the Go ahead, Joshua. I, I love Sarah's comment. Thank you so much. Uh, this is such an easy yes, and we're an hour into the meeting. Um, I make a motion to approve as we have all the materials in writing that we need, and we have the recording of the cultural context and historical context uh, freely available to the public. Um, so I move that we approve the mural project. This is Daniel B. Smith. I'll second that motion. Okay, so let's vote. Uh, we'll do a raise of hand, and and uh, I suspect we should probably say aye or nay on this one. And I'll just call on people as I see you on my screen. So I'll start with uh, Dina. Aye. Christina. Still on mute. Hi. Sarah. Hi. Jordan. Hi. Daniel. Hi. Joshua. Hi. Denise. No. Uh, do I see any other commission members? I don't. And my vote is aye. So we are, Porter, help me with the count. One, two, three. Seven to one. Seven to one. So the motion passes seven to one. Is that true? Correct. Great. Thank you so much. All right. For the second month in a row, I have uh, skipped over, if, if, if I might, uh, Porter, I've skipped over the approval of the minutes. Should we, uh, should we say bye to Dave and Linda? Thank you. Uh, thank, you thank you so much for, for the presentation and, and hard work and looking forward to seeing it. Yes, thank you guys. Thank you guys very much. Um, we'll get that posted up in the in the store within a week, as soon as we can get a print and uh, start moving forward. Thank you. This is exciting. 
All right. Uh, sorry. So I, I've done it again, Jordan, as impressed as I have uh, become with your fantastic minutes. For some reason, I just jump over them into the new business for the last two months in a row. Um, so we do have to approve the minutes from July 14th. Um, I personally had a chance to read them today and found them to be as engaging as they uh, uh, have been since Jordan took over that uh, responsibility. Um, it's literally, as I've said in the past, like being at the meeting yourself to read them. And I appreciate that effort because it's not a skill set that I have. <laughs> so uh, thank you. Uh, does anyone have any comments on the additions or, or edits to the minutes before we uh, vote on those? Hearing none. Uh, I make a motion to approve the minutes. Thank you, Joshua. Second. Dina seconds. All in favor? Aye. Uh, I see hands except for Christina. Yeah, I was not at last month's meeting, so I can't approve. Abstaining. And I see Denise. So everyone except uh, Christina will abstain. All right, uh, so we jump to section E, I think. Uh, old business update on the Kansas Creative Arts Industries Reimagined Spaces Grant. Um, this will be a brief update. We had two interviews with candidates yesterday, and we have three more Friday. Um, so that's proceeding along, and um, I think we have some really good candidates. You want to say anything about the actual submission itself? The grant uh, submission? Um, other than we got it? I'm not sure what. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we have it and we're uh, putting it to you. Right. We have a $10,000 grant from the Kansas Creative Arts Industries Commission, just to remind everybody. Um, we will have to provide 75% of in-kind and then um, Explore Lawrence has agreed to um, contribute the cash amount of 25%, which is $2,500. Um, we are dovetailing it in some way, shape or form that's not exactly clear yet, but with the Outdoor Downtown Sculpture Exhibition. And the first order of business in the grant is to hire a um, program coordinator, which we're in process to do. We actually had quite a response and I appreciate um, the committee that we're working with for gathering while I was on vacation and doing the legwork of determining who would be interviewed for this opportunity. Um, and we have these five very good candidates. Thanks, Porter. Uh, it's exciting to, I, I will say from my personal involvement with it, it's uh, uh, it's a pleasure to have, uh, I mean, we, we really had uh, a good group of qualified candidates. We're not, it's not like a stretch to, uh, to find a person, whoever we choose uh, is, is really going to be, uh, is going to be well qualified. So it's nice to have a, uh, we have a good deck of cards to play from or a hand to, to play from. So that, that's nice. Um, outdoor 
downtown sculpture exhibition update. Um, we had the um, request for proposal, well, actually more of an RFQ, RFP out, and um, we only received three submissions. Um, and I would share those with you, except I was bamboozled by the um, WordPress system, um, so I don't have them available right away. But honestly, because of the budget circumstances this year, and the fact that we have this other grant, um, I think, you know, one is my suggestion is to accept the three who have submitted all are proposing good ideas, and they're all competent. Um, and so I'm hoping to work with the Public Art Committee on that just to get their vetting um, as needed. But because it isn't really even competitive at this point, um, I hope you can have faith in my expertise on that one. And um, and then, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll continue doing other things and possibly um, we may have enough funding to possibly add um, to the other art and culture crossings opportunity, which I think could be interesting as far as maybe doing a piece, because um, I think the, the focus may be downtown, but I'd like to see pieces go citywide at some level if possible. So I can't, you know, there's nothing slated at this point. It's just those are my thoughts at this stage. So thanks, thanks for that, Porter. I I wonder. Um, so we look forward to to seeing, you know, what what we got, albeit small. But I I wonder, um, you know, we we I mean, where where are we with uh, last year versus this year? I mean. Are, are there any, I mean, so last year we did nothing, right? Right. So it would have been the year before. I think typically we get anywhere between 15, around 15 submissions for the outdoor downtown sculpture exhibition. My suspicion is that, you know, we did this um, at a different time than we typically do. So I'm wondering, I mean, we did push it out in all the typical ways. So the word was out. Um, but I do know people tend to take vacation during summer and that type of thing. Um, but we could put the call back out. That's a possibility. Yeah, I just, I, I'm uncomfortable with the, I mean, three is, uh, anyway, I don't know. We, we we should do some thinking around that, I think. Um, well, Jerry, if it's agreeable, let me, um, once Marlo returns, we can regroup the public art committee and okay. devise a device a good plan and strategy on that. Again, I don't think we can do a full-blown um, ODSE program with the budget when the TGT situation, um, but certainly adding, you know, two or three more artists would, would be a good thing to do if we can figure out a good way to do that. The issue, of course, will be mostly timing. I agree. I agree. Well, thank you. Thanks for offering to do that. And I look forward to hearing what, when Marla gets back, what, what comes of that. It's, you know, it, it's, you know, we, we, you know, we know our budget situation and all of that stuff, but, but, you know, in, in, in line with what we think that, that we haven't been able to fund folks for, for these past however many months and, and, and so forth, you, you would think we would have more applications of people 
you know, seeking that. And, and so to get fewer makes me think that we did something wrong. We, we didn't connect or, or whatever. And I, I, it would be interesting to do a lessons learned or a little bit of forensics on that to find out what, what's going on. So I, I trust you guys will do that and look forward to hearing back on, on what you guys come up with. Um, so now we have the LCAC budget letter. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I submitted a, a bunch of edits, uh, or, or my comments or whatever at the 11th hour and understand that, um, that this commission feels that there's a time, uh, urgency to submit this letter to the, to the city commission. Um, if I, I just want to say this, I, I, I'm happy. And I believe I, I believe I insisted on you having it by the close of business the next day. <laughs> exactly, Joshua. And I failed. I, I failed in. Oh, yeah. You're no, fine. I, 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 I didn't get it done. And, and I, the stuff that I got in there today, while they are my heartfelt opinion on those things, you know, I mean, they're at the 11th hour and so forth. So. If you all feel, I just want to say this, if you all feel, uh, I'm happy to go through my comments if anyone is like interested in, in burrowing through those, but also if you all feel like you need to make a motion, uh, I will abstain because, uh, and, and I just want to say this, um, I, I have the utmost respect for every single person on this commission and your work and, and everything. And um, I agree with the sentiment of the letter, I, I believe that at least our grant programs should be funded out of, um, you know, the, the, the general fund. Um, I also have some feelings about, I, I think we should be tied to the TGT in some respects, because I think that's a growth opportunity for our budgeting and so forth. But Anyway, I do not disagree with the sentiment of the letter that, that and because in the beginning when it was changed from the general fund to the TGT, uh, I, I, I didn't agree with that. You know, I, th I thought we shouldn't do that. Um, unfortunately, I don't uh, ag agree with the, a lot of the words that are, that are in the letter itself. So because I agree with the sentiment, but I don't agree with the letter, if you all were to want to vote on the letter tonight, I, I will abstain. Um, I'm also happy to go through and explain my, <laughs> my I mean, comments. I'll, I'll, I'll just state, I want to, I want to thank explicitly Denise for um, uh, uh, providing her, her comments and recommendations. I incorporated all of them to the best of my ability. And uh, <clears throat> I think she, she fine tuned some phrasing and, and helped out with uh with a lot of different areas, but it was still, um, you know, it maintained the strong wording that I think art uh, needs to needs to be an advocate for itself with. And so she she did a great job. And so thank you, thank you very much, Denise, for that. Um, I, I reviewed your uh, your comments as well, and, and and a lot of them were questions. And I, I, I get those. I, I, I understand some of them. I relied on um, uh, Marlowe's letter a, a great deal in some of those things. And, and Porter just articulated some of, the, some of the areas in which the TGT is not the reliable source of funding that, that um, 
that we have had in the past. And, and I think a more direct, this is my personal opinion, a more direct funding source that shows that investment despite a pandemic. And we can, we can be quite confident that this is the last one. Um, uh, that <clears throat> I thought it was going away too. And then this Delta variant showed up. Um, and uh, it's, it's very, very, very much concerning. And we can provide the data. And I know Mar Margaret at the Lawrence Arts Center and others have provided a great deal of data on just the value of art, both for the well-being of the community as well as the uh, uh, economic sustainability um, of the community. It's, it's, it's a critical component and they've heard it over and over and over again. Um, but I, I honestly genuinely think that being budgeted within the, uh, the city's budget and not contingent upon visitors from outside is something that we do to sustain ourselves, that we do to enrich our own lives. And our city representation ought to reflect that. And uh, I think that's critical. So I, in, in this is the messiness of writing by committee. Uh, I, if, if, if I had my own hand in it, it would be, um, there might be some expletives in there or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, and I know uh, Mary Dovton might uh, support me in that. I don't know. I don't want to speak for her, but um, there, there's a lot going on and there's a lot. And, and, and I don't uh, discount your concerns, Jerry, because they, they are legitimate and they are. I, I understand where you're coming from with that, for sure, uh, because it is there is some growth possibility with the TGT. Uh, assuming we can have that, you know, assuming that doesn't go to some somebody else who has greater uh, outside draw. And if we have greater accountability on, you know, this is something that I think Porter, I, I visited with maybe with um, uh, uh, somebody, somebody remind me, uh, who's our cyclist? Welder, uh, her name's slipping me now. Oh, Kate. 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 I expressed to Kate a long time ago. Blacksmith. I think she'd be offended if you called her a welder. So. Oh, we'll my my apologies. Record. My apologies to everyone on the board and the general public. Uh, this Smith. Uh, uh, I, I expressed to her some of, some of those concerns, um, because I I think it's. Uh, it's, it's very important that we have some, some sort of stable, reliable funding on which we can base some of these things. And uh, we can and should throw a fit when that gets diminished. But with the, in the TGT context, we can't. We have only travel to, to rely upon. But at the same time, there are a number of events that promise thousands of heads and beds and we have no documentation follow-up that verifies that. There is no mechanism that we use to, to verify the validity 
of some of those things. And lacking that, we can't adequately justify any of those TGT funds going to where they do. Um, there are mechanisms, there are ways of doing that, but the infrastructure is not built to justify in the, in the long term, in the larger sense, what that is. And so I, I question the, the use of those funds in a number of ways. And so I apologize for going on too long. And I think Sarah has a comment. Yes, I'm not trying to cut you short, Joshua, um, but I think we've been talking about this for over a year at this point. I mean, we're definitely all on board that we need to be in a different uh, funding situation, but I really do want to get into Jerry's comments. Uh, and I know that it's nine o'clock and this commission, this, this board seems determined to break all of our commission meeting, <laughs> uh, longest meeting times. Um, so I just want to be uh, quick, but also precise uh, because I think Jerry brought up a lot of really incredible comments um, uh, because the letter, it's, it's great. However, it could benefit by through clarity because it is also a persuasive letter and it does need to have that concreteness. Uh, so Jerry, when you brought up in your, uh, yeah, so when we're talking like Jerry in your comment uh, for the paragraph seven, which is about the consultant that was hired, you bring up the question of who is the hour in the sentence and what curation and sustenance do the city seek from the outside. And I, I agree um, with that because it, it does bring up, it's a paragraph that brings up questions and does not answer them. And I think that we can either amend the paragraph to answer the questions of who, yeah, who is the hour? <laughs> um, and what exactly did this, was the city looking for uh, by, by hiring this consultant? If we can at least just, emphasize the clarity and not just this paragraph, but honestly, most of them, uh, I think that would be, that would be a great way to do so. I think those, those are great comments, Sarah. And, and again, uh, writing by committee, uh, this letter reflects that pretty, pretty well. Um, it's, that's what happens. It's, it becomes vague and impersuasive and, it becomes something that, that doesn't quite move the needle in the way that it should. Um, so I'm, I'm content with, I'm not invested in this at all. So I'm, I'm content with what, uh, what the commission decides. Uh, so wh where does that leave us? Do we, do we want well, to do we want to, I mean, do we want to edit this document on, you know, or, you know, I would, I would, I, I'm going to say that I'm, I'm for whatever it takes to get the letter on the desk of the city commission. I can't do it now. I, I don't, we're starting classes in a pandemic here pretty soon. Sure. Um, I can't do that. And, and I foresee um, much, much like the, uh, like many other things, um, this editing can go on forever until everybody's satisfied. Um, and, uh, I, I don't foresee the completion of the letter in a timely way to make those changes in this current budget process. 
Yeah, I, I'm not sure of that. I, I, I'm not sure we can do that either. I, uh, listen, I'm, uh, I'm committed to this group and I, I would take a stab at incorporating my comments. Um, I cannot have them done by tomorrow. Um, but I, I, I would take a, I, I would take a stab at it. But, but one of the things that I wanted to throw out, and this is kind of what I was alluding to in the beginning of my, when I, when we reached this agenda item is that, you know, if consensus is important to this group with respect to that letter, then, you know, then I, I think we need to do a little bit more. And I know Mary brought up last month, you know, right, rightly so about, you know, sort of group editing and, and all of that, that type of stuff and, and, and where, you know, where, where that ends up and everything. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I don't know, um, I don't know where that leaves us time, time wise. I, my, my personal opinion is, is that our letter is not going to have much impact on the city commission with respect to this topic. They know our, they know our feelings on it. That's not to say that I don't think there's value in, in giving them a formal position. Um, but I think the formal position has to be based 100% in facts. I think it should be short and to the point and um, just say, hey, listen, we don't like this. We don't like what happened. We don't like the outcome. And we want to protect uh, our funding, which you graciously have given us. We're, we're one of the only advisory boards that actually has a budget. Um, and yes, we're, we're a little PO'd that it didn't get funded during this pandemic. Um, and we know why it didn't. And we'd like to fix that and be done with it. Um, as, as far as like the the verbiage in, in the in the letter goes, so I don't know. I, I, I leave I'll, it to you. Let's call. let's try to let's try to re resolve the matter because it is nine after, post nine now, and and I'll just say um, you're either committed to the arts and you create a commission and you fund them and, and you listen to them, or or it's or it's all. I don't know. In, in our terms, tokenism. It's just creating a thing to make yourself feel good. And uh, I, I don't know exactly where they stand or whatever, but I, I, I get that there's a, a, an enormous problem with how the, the letter goes, the timeline, what it is. I don't think we all agree on, on, on how, on, on the substance of it before we, the wording. Um, so I make a motion to, uh, to table it and have it as a continued conversation, um, for maybe the next budget cycle. Uh, so I, I motion we table it until we have, uh, what seems to be a, a further, uh, uh, consensus. I feel bad that, um, Marlo and, um, Mary aren't here because they would have, I think, very strong opinions about that. Um, and, you know, maybe we could uh, have some form of consensus, but I understand that there's, there's still a lot of issues we have to work out within ourselves before communicating persuasively to the city commission. So I make a motion that we table the matter. Go ahead, Sarah. I have a question for you, Porter, which is what is the deadline to uh, give this? Is this the is 
essentially, do we only have 24 hours before the budget resets? What time, what is our deadline for this more? And, Specifically. The, I mean, basically the budget process started when the city manager presented his recommended budget. Um, and so anybody can come to any city commission meeting. You can convey information to the city commissioners. Um, the, the formal hearing is on August 31st. So August 31st is hold budget hearing. Um, and so that's, that's the time to really present something like this, I think, to the city commission. So, you know, I, I, I would like to, because as I said in the beginning, I agree with the sentiment of this. I believe that at least parts of our budget should be tied to, to the general fund because they are, they're grant type of things and, and so forth. So, um, again, I, I think I agree with the intent of the letter. So maybe since I had the most, um, Mr. Chair, I'm going to interrupt you. I think you have a motion on the, the floor, so you need to take care of that first. Do we, need, do we need a motion to not do anything? Not necessarily. I mean, sorry, but uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. My apologies. I'm, I'm the guy ready to just do a thing. Um, and this seems dead in the water. So let's call it dead. And uh, because I don't think I don't I, I think like Sarah said, every point that you make is valid and, and, and worthwhile and worth consideration and discussion. Um, maybe some portions of the budget comes from the, from the city's, from the city's fund, but then some of it from TGT. And we haven't had that conversation about what may or may not do that. And here we are at the beginning of August, uh, actually approaching mid August and we got a timeline. So whatever, whatever moves this off the table so that uh, I, can, I can go to bed and get up in the morning from our meetings. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, yeah, I'm not trying to disagree. However, I, I don't feel like we should table anything um, because uh, the end of the day is if we only have until August 31st to get this letter out. And if this is the only letter that we have, any of us had the time to write, that's the letter that we need to put in. Like, that's just what it should be, because having a letter there at the meeting is way more important than not having a letter at all, because they need to at least have formal writing about that expresses our sentiments, even though they already probably know how we feel. Um, I just I feel like it's just not worth waiting another year is kind of how I feel. So so Sarah, let me pick let me pull that thread, as they like to say a little bit. Would you, um, so like I said, when I, when I started this, the, the, the discussion on this, um, I'm happy for you all to make a motion to, to approve this letter for the, for the commission. I would just, I would, I would abstain in my vote. So we I, will, can, I, will, I will withdraw my motion. We could do that. And then the letter would be in by the August 31st. I'm also willing to, uh, spend some time, some additional time in the next few days to edit the letter to a point where I would be willing to vote in favor of it. Um, but, but there's a, you know, there's a risk because, you know, we, we, it's, it's nine o'clock and we all have to get to bed and we all have jobs and, and so on and so forth, but there's a risk that that won't get done before the 31st. Although I think I could get my things edited in there. 
uh, prior to that. So anyway, I just tossed that out to, to the group. Denise. I move that we go ahead with Jerry's suggestion and trust him on it. I'm sure he'll do a great job. I will second that motion. Okay, so um, let's, it's the 11th. Um, uh, Mr. Chair, you need to call for a vote on the, the oh, motion. On the motion. Yeah, second. Okay. Well, I, I, it's the moment for discussion. And my again, my discussion is I, in this timeline, I can't contribute in, in, in the ways I would have been able to previously because of the, the start of the school year and, and massive amounts of construction at the same time. So uh, I just wanted want that to be noted, but uh, I, I certainly support uh, and agree with Denise and Daniel's faith that something can, well, and Sarah's too, that something can and should and will be done well. Um, so I, I just wanted to voice that. Okay, so we're the motion that we have and the second is to amend the letter uh, incorporating my comments and to do that in advance of the August 31st uh, meeting uh, of the Commission for the Budget. All in favor? Hang on, you, 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 you're gonna need to do a voice vote. Let's voice. do this right. We need to do this right. All right, let's do this right. Dina? Aye. Christina? Aye. Sarah? Aye. Jordan? Aye. Daniel? Aye. Denise? Aye. Joshua? Aye. Very aye. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Porter. So, um, if if I were to take the letter as as it is in our agenda tonight, incorporate my comments. Then I send those back to you, Porter, right? I'm following only, you so far. <laughs> and only to you. And then you can distribute that. Do we need to hold a special meeting before the 31st? Because we're not going to be able to get that done before our next meeting. You, that is correct. You would have to hold a special meeting to review and approve the letter. Okay. So, um, I think we should have that special meeting next week, which puts a deadline on me to get the edits in there, but I don't think that'll be a problem. What are you doing? So, 
do we want how, how do we normally do that for the scheduling of a special meeting we do that now we do a poll or yeah i mean we it, i guess because marlo and and mary are not here i don't know how long they're gone um but um so let's say at our earliest i would love to have marlo and and mary's i greatly value their opinion because i know they have energy around this topic for sure yeah let me i think the the probably the most efficient way to do this is if i send out a doodle poll tomorrow yeah. And I'm going to shoot for Wednesday or Thursday next week um, in light of my schedule as well. Um, so if you guys, if, if you have Wednesday and Thursday open, go ahead and pencil those in. Um, but I'll send out a doodle poll and see what we can come up with. Okay, great. Thank you. And also, I'll, I, I, with respect, I know that Jordan and um, I think others may not be able to meet at like five o'clock, but could I do it at six? Is that everybody? Give me a thumbs up if six would work or a thumbs down if it won't work. Um, I'm going to be away next week, so I can't do any time. Okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll put out a doodle poll for a variety of times and we'll, we'll figure out what works best. Okay. Thanks, Porter. Uh, all right. So next on our agenda is committee updates as needed. I'm not sure we have any committee updates um, unless anyone knows of any. Uh, not seeing any any miscellaneous items for us to cover. Um, Jerry, I just realized, so at the last meeting, I believe there was some discussion about the National Endowment for the Arts ARPA fund grant. Yes. Um, an update to all of you. Thanks to Jerry and Marlo for helping me craft the grant language. Um, I was able to get in and actually submit that grant for $150,000. Um, I think it's going to be fairly competitive. I believe they have $80 million for the entire country, which sounds like a lot of money, but when you spread that across the country, I'm sure it's going to be really competitive. But anyway, I'm, I'm pleased to say that we did get the grant application in. It was a bit of a added challenge because I had to do it before I went on vacation, mm -hmm. um, but we, we got that done. So fingers crossed um, and we'll see what happens. Fingers crossed. Thanks Porter. Uh, yeah, so so that would just be great, right? It would sort of backfill our our lost funding uh, from uh, from our uh, from our COVID budget issues, um, and that would just be absolutely fantastic for our community. Um, also, under miscellaneous, unless anyone has any further questions on the the NEA thing. Uh, we did the, uh, we dedicated our percent for uh, art uh, sculpture at the uh, fire station senior center. And I will say this, it was a day fit for a sidewalk sale in Lawrence, Kansas. And though we didn't have a sidewalk sale that day, it was 178 degrees. 
149% humidity. Oh my God. Um, and our our uh, our artist uh, showed up and did a great job. Uh, he and his uh, his partner and and the band was there, and and it was just lovely. And and people stopped in and uh, had some lemonade and waters, and uh, uh, we presented the work. And people uh, sat around and discussed what it meant to them or what they felt about it, and uh the uh the senior center representatives were absolutely fantastic the city representative was great the band was great the artist was great and um it was it was really a nice event i really appreciate daniel showing up from from this group to to support as well and uh it was uh yeah it, it's i think it's it's what we mean to do by our uh, our our percent for art so I thought it was a big success. All right, any other miscellaneous before we, I think we get to adjourn after that. Quick question for Porter. Um, when we do eventually get to meet in person, are you just gonna like send an email out telling us or um, will that be like, on the table in in future meetings or something uh, or should we just question. expect the the rest of the year to be virtual yeah i think you know three weeks ago if you'd asked me this question i might have a very different answer but given current circumstances <laughs> i would say it's pretty safe to plan on meeting virtually we move we started moving into a hybrid format with the city commission mm -hmm. um, it was a lot of challenge with boards some boards have meeting been meeting somewhat sporadically i mean with sporadic in-person and virtual attendance. Um, but now with this, now City Hall actually has a formal um, mask requirement back again. And given circumstances, I think it's pretty safe to say that we're gonna be meeting virtually or in hybrid format. Um, with, hybrid would be the next change if that occurs. So, um, and yes, I will certainly inform you of that. We were heading in that direction, but now I think we're heading backwards. Yep. Thank you. I, I will say that part of the, the nice part of Daniel being able to be present at the dedication was that we actually stood like six feet apart from each other. It was really nice to, to uh, uh, not be, you know, in two dimensions. So, yeah. Uh, I I'd just like to mention and put a plug in for a, uh, uh, a project that's been years in the works now. Uh, which has been the joint KU and Haskell Common Book uh, Program, uh, which has uh, embraced Robin Wall Kimmerer's Braiding Sweetgrass as the common book reading for for all of our students and all of our communities. And uh, it, it, what it does is is through amazing storytelling and uh, in, in traditional ways. Uh, combines indigenous understanding of, of plants and our environment with Western science and understanding and in such a way that it's, it's, it's really brilliantly done, has received uh, worlds of accolades, and it's going to be exciting for our university community, and I hope it spills out into the larger uh, Lawrence community as well. So I, I just wanted to put a plug in for that. Um, that, that our universities have come together, uh, recognizing that we're uh, 
kind of doing the same thing uh, with the same ages and the same people, academics on both sides and students on both sides. And, you know, let's see what we can do better together. I think, and I think in a, in a lot of ways, uh, fulfilling that cultural, citywide cultural plan about how we share resources and, and bring folks together um, who have similar missions and goals. Thanks for, for reminding us of that. That that's on my reading list. Uh, your 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 sales job from from last time was uh, got it right on my my reading. I know list. I should I should be less an educator and more a salesman. If I could, uh, I think <laughs> there's more money in sales than no, it's a, education. It's a compelling endorsement. I appreciate it. Gary, can I, this is Christina, can I just add to that, that um, for the record too, that the Spencer Museum of Art, um, we always do a, a pairing, a work of art to pair with the common book. And so our common work of art this year is Edgar Heap of Birds. And those are, you may have, if you've driven past the museum, you may have seen the signs in front. So um, that's our contribution to the common, the common book. So check that out. Great, thanks for that. Mm -hmm. All right, anything else before we say goodnight? I would entertain a, a motion. I make a motion to adjourn. Second. All right, all in favor, say aye and goodbye. Let the record show that everybody is affirmative in um, adjournment. Thanks, everybody. Folks, thank you.